Welcome back to Beards and Brews. Hey, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe and follow no matter where you're listening. Not only does it help us out, but you'll know exactly when we have another one brewing. Gentlemen, looks like we're going to goose step right into Surf Nazis Must Die. What'd you think? Okay. First thought, whenever shit was coming on, was, fuck, it's a trauma. And then my brain immediately also thought, because it's a trauma, is Adolf Hitler going to be on a surfboard? Fingers crossed. Yeah, I had the same thought. We just about get there, too. This was a movie. In the loosest sense. I'm just going to slide that under the door for you, because I've, it's been a long time since I've seen a movie that was just so much filler. So much nothing. This still just comes to, like, what, 80 minutes? They couldn't even stretch it out to feature length. Just barely. This is a 10-minute movie. Fucking Laffy Taffy stretched so hard. God bless. I kind of wish the actual movie would kind of blossom, you know, like Big Mama's Death Wish. That's a movie. <laughs> yes. She got that Hungry Man gun. Guaranteed <laughs> head removal. But here's the thing. Honestly, like watching this, I feel like you could make two movies out of this. Maybe it is just because they had two ideas and decided to smoosh them together. But I think if you really put some effort into this, you could have two almost acceptable films. I don't know if I can give them the benefit of the doubt of having two ideas. Because when the movie like feels like a movie, and then there's just everything else, it does give you the idea that like, oh, they already had footage. And they just finished the rest of the movie with horse shit. I'm not talking about giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm talking about if like a seasoned screenwriter or filmmaker had these ideas, they could make two decent movies, not trauma. No. I don't think they could make a decent movie out of this, but I do think they can make a pretty badass My Chemical Romance video out of this. <laughs> Maybe. But then again, I would probably definitely go see John Carpenter's Surf Nazis. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's like fucking... The Lost Boys on surfboards. Nah. I mean, this, the score is just about there, is it ooh, not? Yeah. This is this is very John Carpenter, right. very Dario Argento. Yeah. Like it, it's it's in there. All right, you got it out of me. If this movie has anything, the score is bumping. It's yeah. got that hard hitting laser beam of an eighty soundtrack. It's all synthesizer, and I hate to say it, it pushes the movie along. Because without it, it's just dead fucking silence with nothing to watch. That first song is a banger. That... Yeah. It's fucking I, good. I got a little excited because it's almost in the same vein as like Miami Connection. Yes. Where like uh, the, the title came up. I was like, man, that's some good fucking fun. <laughs> the music starts. I was like, "All right, there, there's some, there's something here." Something you son tangible. of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah, and then it, it shows <laughs> fucking Nazi Mercury on the beach. It's like, ah, just uh, whatever. Motherfucker's name is Ricky Johnson. They're like, "Oh, is that what Ricky Johnson doing now?" Calling that, himself that's a good Adolf? joke. That's a good joke. The whole bit between the whole mom just not having any of that Nazi shit. He's like, "Ah, whatever. Yeah. Just stay away from him. He's a freak." So to set the tone for this movie, this takes place in Los Angeles in the near future. A catastrophic earthquake occurs and that causes anarchy among the beaches. The beaches are taken over by gangs of surfers uh, just trying to, you know, stick their own territory, you know? And that's where we get the rise of the surf Nazis. Okay, the rise. So there is no, like movement before them it's like there was an earthquake one house fell down and suddenly they're in charge of the beach you know who did this the jews 
<laughs> they control all the earthquakes. Oh, I was I was really <laughs> into the fact that the first thing they did was go. There are no cops. Don't ask questions. It made me want to go. Oh, okay. They're gonna have some obscene, over-the-top action, which would have really put this in that category of honest to goodness, so bad it's good, because it's got moments to where they're setting shit up, and you're like, "This is so stupid. What's gonna happen? It's gonna be something ridiculous, right?" No, a five-minute cutscene of them dressed like the Black Parade, sitting around a goddamn campfire while some dude has a spatula hook hand. Yeah, it's just very lazy from the get-go. You know, like, with a title like that, and uh, even a poster like that, I feel exactly as disappointed as somebody seeing that in the video shop and renting it. Well, they, they open it like it's going to be the Warriors, but yeah. cheap. Like a Warriors knockoff, because you're getting to see these different groups, and the Surf Nazis are clearly going to be the antagonists here. And, okay, cool, let's get to know them, so as they kill them off, we get to be like, oh no, there went hook hand, or what the fuck ever. <laughs> but other than getting to literally see their faces, you get nothing out of them, except for the guy that kind of looks like Flea. But other than oh, that, yeah. he's, he uses the term slam dance. I think that's the guy that like works on stuff, I just referred to him as Ugly Nazi. Yeah, I remember my aunt using the term slam dance in like 1992. So, but I do have a, a few of these guys' names written down. I mean, not their real names, but you know, their stripper names. Uh, <laughs> we've got the leader who is Adolf. I think I just have him down as Hugo Boss. For, yeah. <laughs> then you've got in the movie, his name is Mangala. He's supposed to be. He declares himself like the exterminator angel. Well, they don't want to run into, like, copyright issues with the real Nazis or nothing. <laughs> yeah, they'll get a phone call from Argentina. Anyway, <laughs> um, this guy, man, he comes off as, like, pseudo-intellectual. But, like, each one of these gangs has exactly one female member, and Baywatch right. is our Nazi female member. And if we're being realistic, she runs this thing. Adolf is the quote-unquote leader, but no. No, this yeah. is all Baywatch. There is a scene later where she's in a bar, and, like uh -huh. just like strutting around, just like being a bit of a power slave, for lack of a better term. But like she's basically like the leader, muscle, and propaganda leader at that point. <laughs> Speaking of power slave, did you notice the Iron Maiden graffiti in those tunnels? There's there's graffiti in the loosest sense. There's just shit everywhere. Yeah, it's like they just sprayed words that they thought were the most punk rock, like Iron Maiden. That's what the punk kids listen to. <laughs> yeah. They're one of the most straight-edge metal bands out there. Quick, someone put that DK Dead Kennedy symbol over there. Oh, that's so <laughs> rad. Yeah, man. Stands for Donkey Kong, right? Hell yeah. Uh, we got the hook hand guy. I don't have another another name for him. It's just a dude that for some reason has a, has a hook for a hand. Oh, we'll get you next time, Gadget. By the way, and it's not even like a, like a menacing, really, hook. It's not like, you know, you got no. like a... The guy from, uh, what is it, I Know What You Did Last Summer or something? No, it's like a high ally scoop. Yeah, it looks like a piece of the sculpture from Twister or something, just strapped <laughs> to his hand. Someone bent a gardening trowel and was like, there you go. Yeah, you get hooked now. I do enjoy how the movie itself was just like, all right, it's embarrassing. Give him the other trowel. Yes. He's got to um, kill somebody. Give him the one that actually looks like a hook. But make sure <laughs> yeah. that you don't give it to him until almost the end of the film, even though he's been using it the entire film. And then he gets the old one back. <laughs> We've introduced the lead Nazis, but we've yeah. got some other gangs that are sort of rivals among the beaches. 
Yeah, we got the uh, the Blacklight Paintball Gang, for lack of a better term. I don't know. They just show up with, like, a t-shirt and shorts covered in blacklight paint. And there's a dude with a beard who just, like, is the best actor in the movie for no reason. There's also a group that I have down as the parkourers. Because the only notable thing that they do is rough gymnastics every once in a while. They'll do, like, a flip on the beach or, like, a somersault or something. And that's what they do. I would be okay if there was just, like, a fight scene where someone was somersaulted to death, but we didn't get that. Yeah, they didn't really pound out the personalities for these other gangs too much, and that's why I think this could be a whole movie. Give me something in this universe where you've got the ninja gang of surfers. Wait, isn't that already a... Surf ninjas. That's a thing. Oh, shit. Where's Rob Schneider? He's a stapler. (laughs) This could have been the whole movie. Just make it, like, the rise of all these gangs and... You know, at the end of the first one, the Nazis actually win. See, oh, okay, you hit the nail on the head. Like, oh, spoilers, this movie's no bueno, but there's no fun in this movie. Like, they didn't have fun with the idea. Like, there's no absurd puns. There was nobody killed with the knife surfboard and say, like, oh, you can't stop me because he's chairman of the board or some shit. There is, like, one fun line that we get that I think is exactly what you're talking about we needing more of. There's a guy, I think he's from the Dayglow Surfers and he's like wandering down the path to get to the, uh, to get to the beach and one of the Nazis, I think it's Mengele, is like, we don't need Jesus on this beach and he like knocks him out and that's our final solution. (laughs) And then the audience just laughs. <laughs> Cuts the credits like a sitcom. Yeah, they're really few and far between, honestly. There was like a one little scene, too, like kind of stuffed in the middle where like a guy puts like a knife and a surfboard. It's like, hey, look, it's like a switchblade and a surfboard. I call it a switchboard and then crickets. And I was just like, nobody? Nobody's going to say it? He made a switchboard because he's a smooth operator? Nothing? Boo! Boo this movie! <laughs> I was just really confused that the plot switches from a gang war to this lady who's being put into a retirement home by her son that we get to see for three seconds. Yeah, that's B-plot, just sneaking in there. That's what I'm saying. That needs to be the second movie. Like, make it, all right, the Nazis have taken over the beaches, you know, the beginning, you get introduced to this man and his mom who's getting put in retirement home sure then he dies all right put that in the beginning of the movie not like 50 minutes in dude you are not kidding so the main goal of this movie is i guess hitler wants to get some beachfront property and it's not working out for him so he's got these kids running around stealing shit like he's the shredder they can't even use that shit by the way like they're still shit that needs batteries and they're all fucking homeless living on the beach then we get introduced to the B-plot, which is the driving force of this movie for whatever reason. A black gentleman gets killed while jogging and doesn't defend himself because Ricky Johnson says something about his mom. And he's like, I guess you can kill me. And then mom decides that she's going to wreck fucking house. And she doesn't even wreck fucking house no. until the end of the movie, the last five fucking minutes. Yeah. This entire movie could be smushed into like... 10 minutes. You're right, but I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I want the movie about the mom I get in revenge because I loved her. I loved her to death. Every line was just seething with this hatred, but she was having so much fun in the movie because it's clearly not her actual personality. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, whenever she takes the boat captain hostage and she's got the gun pressed against (laughs) her head, but she's smiling because she's having a ball. Dude, this shot of her, it's long, by the way. 
just like cruising down the coast with the gun just nonchalantly pointed at this man. I don't know. It sparked joy. Yeah, that's something this movie does good is there's moments that will really catch you off guard and give you a true heart-shaking chuckle. And then you'll get these five to ten minute lulls of, like you said, a long shot. My favorite long shot, which blew me away, just had me laughing, is they walk into this hangar, like an airplane hangar, and the blacksmith character who's always making the new hooks is at the far end cleaning the surfboard. And it's almost like silhouettes against the sunset, which is kind of a really neat shot. And they're yelling dialogue so the camera way back here can hear it. But none of it has nothing to do with anything. And it goes on for damn near eight minutes. See, that's what I was talking about before the show. We discussed it a little bit, just to kind of get warmed up, is that there are bits of this movie. And when I say bits, I mean bits that feel like an actual movie, but are sorely interrupted by the rest of the nonsense or nothing that might be happening or not happening. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. There's sprinkled little bits of magic, but most of yeah. what you're sprinkled on is just a cat turd. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it stinks. It stinks. I'll mention a few, like... Most of them are with the grandma or mom or whatever. Like when she's sitting down with like the other ladies at the retirement home, just like yucking it up. I was like, okay, th- okay, I like this, I like the camaraderie. And then like when they kill her son with an edit, and she's just like, <laughs> she's just sitting on the porch, just like trying to think what to do next. I was like, okay, that's actual cinematography. Awesome. Can't wait for the rest of the movie. <laughs> and then the scene that you mentioned, where it's just like a far shot in the hangar, that was a really good idea. Yeah. And then at the end, I'm gonna save it. But someone gets killed with a moving vehicle, and it's fucking flawless. See, the part that I want to talk about, the little sprinkles of magic that I think are actually deep in here, is the dialogue. Most of this dialogue is nothing. It is forgettable. It is not relevant to the plot. It's just forgettable. But every once in a while, you'll get a line where, like, Big Mama's, like, (laughs) shooting at him or poking around and is like, I'm your worst fucking nightmare. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. She has such conviction, and I love her for it. You know what? If they had a more competent cunt running the things going on behind the scenes, (laughs) maybe. That's another one. I absolutely agree. But let's jump back into the plot. So we got these Nazis out there, and they want to do Nazi things. Like, yeah, like surf. Property value and surf. Yeah. (laughs) They're just out there trying to catch those juicy waves. Speaking of juicy waves... What I've got here today is from Lincoln Beer Company out of Burbank, California. Just uh, right up the road from me, actually. This is Juicy Waves, their hazy IPA. This is a 6.4% alcohol by volume. A little bit of pineapple, a little bit of mango in there. All kinds of these tropical fruit flavors. Nothing especially bitter or stringent. Very smooth. This is actually really drinkable, honestly. Pretty magic. You know what else was pretty fucking magical about this movie? Fucking Ronda Rousey's titty. She was so angry and fucking Hitler because he's ripped. It's just chewing on her titty in that one scene. He is. And it took me aback because like when there's stuff like that in such a clearly budgeted movie, I'm just like, did she say that's okay? Or did that just kind of happen? 50 no's and a yes means yes. I mean, they're Nazis. You probably don't even need the yes. Remember, 29's and a whatever oh, the fuck <laughs> yes is. <laughs> I did, like, two lessons of German on Duolingo, but I don't remember it. He just got tired of trying to, like, yell into your mic. The fucking computer just sounded too angry. He's like, I'm tired of getting yelled at. (laughs) The fucking owl shows up with a little mustache. (laughs) Duo, no! No, but I'm right there with you, because, like, the whole thing was just kind of screwing around. They have these 
fucking midnight powwows around the fire and they're like, oh, we have all these grand ideas and we're going to take over everything ever. But it's so not to leave vague. <laughs> this is a scene that I honestly was like, oh my God, I'm watching the death of three men right now. There's a guy and he's chained up under the pier and they're trying oh, yeah. to save, yeah. but the waves are coming in and you could see them for real struggling to get out of the water. I was like, oh my God, we're going to get sucked out. I was worried for them. I was like, this is a trauma film. If they die, it's staying in. Even then Lloyd Coffins <laughs> was behind the camera. just like, if they die, they die. <laughs> no, no, this is great. Just uh, keep it rolling. <laughs> and then his bow tie spins. <laughs> I know they had no money to make this. And they're just like, well, the Nazis have to do something. And they get into these shenanigans. And the guy wasn't even tied up. He was just like hanging upside down like you would on the monkey bars. 100%. I think since we're discussing this bit and how the movie is stretched, it could have been stretched into a 30-minute episode of Thunder in Paradise starring Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh, shit. Battling seats. I'd be cool with that because I know for a fact he's been to, was it Thunder Mountain? That the three ninja movies he was in? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Man, it, it's all tied together. You got Surf Ninjas, the Three Ninjas, Thunder Mountain, Thunder in Paradise. Man, you think they're all part of the same like cinematic yes. universe? Yes. I'm just really cool with the idea of all this coming together just for that moment when he grabs Adolf and he's just like, not brother, and just snaps him in half. <laughs> I don't know. With, with the way Hulk Hogan's been lately, he might be brother. For real, though, he'd be like, listen, brother. <laughs> You're going to have to cool it down. You're making us look bad. <laughs> us. And then he, when he walks away shirtless, when he turns his back, he just has a giant swastika tattoo there. It's been there the whole time. Oh, it's By just the way, like hand. It's hard to notice. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I can't believe we've gone this far without mentioning it. There are a lot of swastikas in this movie. I mean, it's about surf Nazis. They're all fucking backwards. I, yet once more, swastika TM. They did it with that smoke, all right? They already yes, lost so. one war. Dude, they were they were so safe. Me and Eric were discussing this right before you got on, Chan. And it's the fact that the swastikas on the wetsuits are clearly washing off after the scene, and the fucking shark van, which we yeah. skipped over until now, WCW, John Tenta, earthquake, fucking shark van. So that's what caused the earthquake. Started this whole uh, fucking thing. Bingo. Gotta watch out for the typhoon. Bingo. Oh, natural disasters, baby. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like something they had, you know, it's a junked up van covered in whatever. And it totally looks like they got to where they wanted to film. Then they sprayed the swastikas on because they didn't want to drive that shit around town or anything. Right. They, they really cut some corners just kind of all over the place, if we're being honest. And what, one other thing I want to bring up. They just seem like they might be goose-stepping a little light in their loafers, if you know what I mean. No, totally. Like, to be Nazi, let's say in this universe this movie represents to be nazi besides the few murders haha they they, they didn't really seem to be like a huge threat no not um, at all this movie's climax is an old obese woman chopping <laughs> them down and murdering them and they're just like oh, because they have no weapons they have nothing they are executed by this woman i personally look forward to the remake with martin lawrence big mama gonna fuck you up <laughs> I was, and you will know my name is the law when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ooh, it's no, just good. <laughs> no, I was going to call the sequel, you know, that features Medea. You know, Medea stops the Holocaust <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> it needs to be Tyler Perry for sure. 
she does. <laughs> yeah, and she didn't just have a gun. She went into that pawn shop, which... Oh, that pawn shop. That's awful. That's an awful store. That dude behind the counter folds like origami. Like, you roll in with a mean stare. It's like, okay, 50,000% off. Take take whatever. And this is a pawn shop that, essentially, we are finding out the Nazis sort of keep running. It's, like, they yeah. don't own it or anything, but they filter all of the stolen goods into it. So, like, he is reliant on the Nazis for business. What's he going to do? Well, I, mean, I don't know. I can't call the cops because they don't run around out there. Don't ask any questions. You're going to sell a gun to a lady who's wanting to blow them away. That's what you're going to do. And that's oh, grenades, you... too. Got to get those grenades. I think what I hate about this movie the most is that we're constructing an actual movie out of the parts of this fucking thing. Because, like, that'd be a cool subplot. Like, you know, they have some weird whatever between the Nazis, and then she has this vendetta, but he can k- take care of his business by giving her the gun and two, it's like two birds with one stone. Fuck. Just fuck, man. I hate we've this gotta, shit. We've got to buy the rights and start doing this. I'm sure Lloyd would sell it to us for a fucking schmeckle. Then the, the third one, this can be my entry into finally writing the diary of Anne Frankenstein. Oh, <laughs> Just the, and, uh, it's just because, like, have you seen Frankenhooker? Because it's kind of the same thing, just without the Nazis. You gotta have the Nazis. It's not the same without the Nazis, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, you gotta have Nazis. And Kramer oh. just rolls in with a tiny mustache. Oh, he just busts in the door and throws up the fucking salute. And I think we all know why it's Kramer doing that. Oh. That's why it's Kramer. I totally forgot that mm-hmm. happened. Damn, yeah. he almost got away with it. No, oh, if it wasn't for those meddling... Oh. <laughs> There's FCC, Eric. There he is. It's about time he's come back. Welcome back. You just hear the dong like the Undertaker. Good God! Good God! So where are we at here? Fucking Mama has a gun and a grenade. She's Oh, blessed. yeah. And by God, does she ever. Uh, we get to see our main... To me, the main villain, other than the fucking chick, get exploded with a grenade that this woman rolls to eat up time. They let this grenade roll for like 15 seconds of actual run time as it goes down a hill, turns left, stops, (laughs) rolls some more, and then settles right next to Hookhand in time for him to open his eyes and go before he explodes. It's got a little remote control on it or something, right? I just thought it was cute that, like, in the shots of it rolling for fucking miles, it was clearly, like, some plastic shit grenade that sounded like it. But when it, like, appeared next to the guy's face, grenade prop. So I'm just thinking, like, the prop mess is like, yeah, there's a grenade, just don't fuck it up. We've only got, we got the one. We got one, and that one was expensive. <laughs> yeah, I gotta use it on my next movie. Oh, yeah, he's like, dude, that's my favorite lighter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is, this is where Big Mama just starts coming through and kind of wrecking the place, right? Yeah, yeah. Chasing, chasing all the Nazis. Like, we don't even get a legitimate, like, showdown between all the gangs. Okay, so there's, like, one brief showdown between the Surf Ninjas and the Surf Nazis, and they're just kind of, like, farting around on the beach in the most awkward way. Like, that's yeah. when that one guy uses his uh, switchboard, but, like, <laughs> dude, man, watching him in the background just wave that around was embarrassing. <laughs> okay. It's it's like a bunch of guys in wetsuits just trying to do half-assed kung fu at each other. It looks and... like a fight in a wetsuit. You're right. <laughs> 100% on board. And what kills me is they put enough stock footage as filler of these people surfing 
to fill in the time and be like, oh, they're clearly battling with surfboards and with surf skills. This is how they're going to earn their spot on the beach. Except for when they show you this what should be high-intensity battle footage. It's literally two guys surfing next to each other because I guarantee they don't have insurance. And whenever the one actually bumps into the other guy, he doesn't look at him like, oh no, that's scary. He looks at him like, yo, you almost got my foot. And the guy looks genuinely like, oops. Yeah. I, I don't know how many times there is footage of just like two or three dudes swimming in unison towards something. It has nothing to do with what's going on. For long periods. I can't believe at no point when they're trying to battle over the surf, they don't like break out the nunchucks or something like do something action related on a surfboard. That's what we're here for. Well, yeah. they only have one nunchuck prop and it's in the Kung Fu movie that they're filming next door. Damn it. And, you lost the chucks again. <laughs> the and, no, chuck. and none of these actors actually know how to surf. The, you know, when they're out on the waves, those are stunt doubles. Uh, I think Hitler actually knows how to surf because they make sure to show him on the board the one time whenever he's coming in. And I also, oh, yeah, you're right. No, you're yeah. right. But all his footage is just shitty. For some reason, like all the footage of the surfer people are just like really zoomed in and grainy. Like it hadn't oh. been processed or anything. It's just like, damn, this is like legitimate stock footage. This is rough. It is hard to look at. Like that bit is extremely hard to look at. And I think they chose Fittler because again, he can surf. Is he just ass at acting? Absolute ass. Yeah, he is. Like, yeah. I feel like all of the other Nazis that we see carry more weight, <laughs> just like have more gravity of their being a Nazi than he does, even though he's the supposed like leader. Maybe they like how they casted it was really specific. He's like, okay, we need a guy about this height. Does he have a micro penis? Send him in. <laughs> they make sure to let you know that his name's Ricky Johnson. They're like, look, man. All these other dudes, they're, they went for an idea, and Ricky Johnson's just making shit up on the fly. <laughs> That's what he does this whole movie. Man, in, in, and in my head, I'm just brewing up a better movie where, like, he just, like, the, the line before the baddie kills him, he's just like, eat shit, Rick, and blows his brains out or something, or, like, lets him go off Nakatomi Plaza. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty fucking solid. But then Can again, we... now that I think about it, how he ended up, I'm not mad at it. Fair. But his ending is not even as good as his lady. No, 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 no. She got some faces of death uh, kind of oh. footage on her end. Dude, whenever it happened, cool. Noah said, <laughs> there's going to need a new bitch. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, this happens while mom is out. She's hijacked a speedboat. Yeah, and it wasn't even the same guy who was supposed to be on the boat from earlier. It's just some guy. Some dude with a beard. I, I, it's, it's a dude that can drive a speedboat. Mama don't know. So Hitler was driving the van. He was escaping from a motorcycle. Shows up at a retirement home and is quickly thwarted. Runs away on the motorcycle while Mama chases them in the van. They then paddle away on their surfboards while Mama hijacks a boat. And in all of this chaos, you get so confused on what the fuck is going on. It's because they were just trying to pad out the movie. Like, I get it. But man, it interrupts the momentum every single time there isn't a single scene in this movie that goes on for longer than five minutes that just doesn't have shit inserted into it and to be honest like the last bit of this movie would work if it just had flow because we do get to the part where like she jumps on the boat hijacks it and it's, it's funny it's this old woman with like a little p38 or whatever gun just point at this man just lazily handed it's just it's kind of cute and funny we roll up on soggy hitler and i guess surfer ava braun she's trailing behind and buddy when she catches up to her let's just say chef's kiss 
that's fucking legit. In the terms of budget, this is where it's at. This boat hitting whatever dummy this is and whatever prop head they use all yeah. are 10 out of 10. When they fucking got hit, we popped up out of the couch for the first time all night. All three of us went, oh, and then the head's all bubbling, and you're like, oh. And then it cuts to Hitler getting killed. And she just rolls up on him and is like, blap, shoots him. But you don't even, you know, squibs are expensive. Uh, don't even see the bullet hit. And then it just shows his surfboard broken in half. And I went, well, what happened? Did yeah. like, the jaw shark get him or something? Well, the surfboard went out like the actual Hitler and just fucking punched his own ticket. Fair. It was like, I'm broken. Just like this film. <laughs> yeah, just... But I'm going to linger on that, like, death of that woman because... It's almost like it works in spite of the movie. It, it's almost it works because of how it was budgeted. It's just like this perfect storm for just literally two seconds. And then you have uh, the jump scene at the end of Friday the 13th where Jason comes out of the water. Except instead of Jason, it's Hitler. Oh, shit. It's Sand Hitler. <laughs> I'm old then again at this point. I would totally be okay with like Big Mama turn around like the Thriller music video. Except for she got swastika in her eyes because she's a Nazi too. Oh shit! I did not see that coming. Oh well, here's another one of those glorious one-liners from from Mama. Mrs. Washington is her her legitimate you know God-given name. Taste some of Mama's home cooking, and then she just blows his brains out. It, it sits in a weird place because I like that line a lot. And I like what happened because it is kind of like the yippee kaye kind of moment. But like that immediately follows that one lady getting turned into hamburger. They've already peaked by that time, and when that happens, you're like, ah, it's not bad. No, agreed. Agreed. It definitely lost some of its flow, I suppose, and its punch. What it fucking did right in this whole scene, Hitler and Ava are running, he turns around, and he grabs a boot knife. Why? He's got a boot knife, sure. And he he stabs the driver with it, but the noise it makes is that perfect faucet drip of a single drop falling. Yes. Like, throws a knife and it goes rip. <laughs> That's it. Oh man, is it because like they were editing this movie? It's like, okay, we need like a stab sound. Well, blood's kind of liquid, right? Yeah, water is too. I got this. Y'all got a water balloon or something? We could pop that. Those are cheap. Oh my, oh man, I would pay to see that recording. I bet it was some guy just flicking his cheek. Just... It's ridiculous. <laughs> And I loved it, because as soon as it happened, I went, why did they choose that sound? But I fucking loved that they used it. Because it just pops right in. I mean, they probably just had that, like, 101 free sounds on CD, and they used the rest already. <laughs> yeah, this okay. Was 19, this was 1987. It was on cassette tape. <laughs> they fucking had the vinyl, <laughs> the 12-inch. <laughs> Hold on. Play it backwards. But that's the one they use for when Hitler comes out of the water. And you can hear his fucking water dripping everywhere before she ever turns around because he's really crawling out of the water and instead of editing out the noise of all the water it's just <laughs> of him dripping fucking everywhere as he tries to sneak her no wonder she knew he was coming it's a mess this whole shit's a mess yeah but then you know she blows his brains all over and she rides away into the sunset you know with a swisher sweet hanging out of her mouth yeah. <laughs> this is the rest of her life now she's now a la vigilante I thought the movie was awful. It's an awful, awful movie. But I had some genuinely fun moments watching it. For an hour and 20 minutes, I smiled maybe four times. Definitely, definitely too fucking long. But what it does in those few little moments, I will cherish. I'm not watching it again, though, so fuck off. (laughs) 
For me, yeah, I agree. This is not a good movie. It's not even a bad movie. Not even a movie. I don't recommend it because it's like something you have to witness because, you know, it's so bad it's good. There's literally nothing in this movie. It's hard to talk about a movie with so little substance. I could have legitimately been watching like one of those 24-7 live cam footage from the Namibia desert and been more entertained than this. It's, It's so weird that... I almost feel bamboozled like I got roped into watching this movie. I'm not going to be quite that harsh on it. There were some parts in this movie that I enjoyed. It's bad. This is not a good movie. Make no mistake. Not a good movie. But there's potential here. Some of it is exercised. Most of it is not. Most of it is just packed full of styrofoam. And, you know, sometimes that's what we need. Well, there you have it. That was Surf Nazis Must Die. If you have any strong feelings about the show or the movie alone, leave it in that comment section below. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe buttons. Be sure to bash the bell icon down there so you know what we have brewing up next. Get out there and follow us on social media. We got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit. We're on the YouTubes, and you can also find us anywhere. Podcasts are available. If you don't, maybe we'll have to attack you with a switchboard. Either that or bite your titties. If we got to bite some titties, I'm I'm down. We biting some titties, fellas? <laughs>